0: literally how it starts ladies and gentlemen at home do you hear that beat do you hear that beat this is the first episode ever of proprietary knowledge and i don't even know if that's going to remain the name but that's where we are where we are physically is right here on third street northeast washington dc Sitting here with my man, Jerry.
1: Yo, yo, what's up, DC?
0: Do you hear that beat? Do you hear that beat? This genius right here. Genius Jerry.
1: No, no, it's, it's you know what? It's these cashews I'm <laughs> these on. It's these cashews, son. <laughs> so,
0: I have absolutely no idea how to use Ableton. I have no idea how to use Audacity. I don't even know how to make the mics show up on either of these. And then Jerry showed up.
1: You're going to be a master by the yeah, end of the I hope so.
0: So, call it about a little over a year ago. when I We just started renting out next door, 1112, the 1890s row house, which is amazing. Which is amazing. You got the modern outhouse. You got the Victorian bathroom. You got exposed brick. You got lighting in the walls. In the walls? Anyways, um, he came and stayed with us with a bunch of his friends, man. and oh, he's. Man
1: that was the best place one of the
0: coolest guests i've ever had stay
1: at the house Yo, that was one of the highlights of me ever coming to dc and i've been to dc a few times but staying in your place that, that was a great experience yeah i really
0: appreciate it man a lot of blood sweat and tears in there i'm glad we put some smiles on some faces so fast forward a year now he hits me up on a text like yo fred we're coming to dc i said no doubt man we got the cozy pet of tea up and running and in the front we got the podcast studio
1: podcast
0: yes and
1: i hadn't even recorded
0: anything yet and i was just about to go online with everything and now here it is april 2nd 2018 jerry's in the building and he said so fred let's 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 get up and running i was like man i don't know what the hell did, how did you any of this stuff he's like i got you and then 15 minutes later man. you're hearing us you hear that beat what's up jerry Yo. <laughs> what brought you to D.C. this time, man?
1: Um, you know, it's been a long winter in Jersey. That's where I'm from. Yeah, it's snowing there it's right it's now. It's snowing by there by right way. now. Yeah. I was like, you know, we just needed to get out just for a you know, couple days. And uh, the first person I thought of was Freddie in the first place was D.C. Bomb, bomb. That's what's up, man. So...
0: Once we're done with this, what are you going to do today?
1: Um, we're going to go check out the museums. Uh, National Gallery. Um, we enjoy that museum. You know, and coming to D.C. for the museums, it's awesome. It's yes. like There's so much to look at. And so they're all free. Yeah, they're all free. Yes. So,
0: what would you say? I mean, I know what you do professionally, but we're not going to go in that direction. All right. What we're going to say is, what do you think is your number one talent.
1: Oh man. Wow. Talent. This could be like, anything. It yeah. be anything that generates money. It could be like, okay, yo, yeah. I, I take the best showers in the world. <laughs> okay, if I'm just if I'm trying not to think about it and um and the first thing that comes to mind is like I think um I'm good like just kind of getting people to open up and like talk and chat and you know people are quick to kind of let their guards down with me and like they're comfortable you know no doubt I'm super comfortable (laughs) straight up okay was that was that kind of what you're looking for I'm super
0: comfortable right now man no doubt Got the big chair, and I want my guests to be comfortable as well, which is why hopefully before the year is out, we're gonna get you a a, a nice, comfy chair. You won't yeah. be sitting on the straight 599 Walmart yeah, brand yeah. joint. That yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> literally yeah. I had that I since know, college, right but... there. The chair you're sitting in. <laughs> uh, hey, but it folds up, and it's yeah, right yeah. there on it's the compact. little shelf up yeah. there. All right, so let's flip that question on its end another way. What do you consider? be the skill in which you have the most expertise so you see how i switched it right so from a talent standpoint that's like nature right like that's just something that you just had right number one skill you have that you have the most expertise is something that you like trained to do now doesn't have to be anything that's like your profession that you make money in it could be yo i'm i'm a beast at playing you know mario kart you know wow man so what is your number one skill that you have the most expertise
1: in that i have the most expertise in oh man i never stopped to really think about this Mm -hmm. because the first thing that you know i would think about would be like profession but you know what i would oh man i don't know with like with some, with saying, with, I don't know, this answer would be good. Like, being a skilled listener? Like, okay. Can I, was that something? So like? You've, so, like, you've, like, worked at being a listener?
0: Yeah. Which is amazing, like, like, because most people don't train themselves to listen.
1: Yeah. I, I think I could say that. I mean, if I'm going to pick an answer right now. Boom. Yeah. That's what's up. I, I was reading
0: somewhere that, like, um... The ancient Egyptians Had a Oh Alright, boom well Back to recording Oh, we're recording now? Now we are Alright, cool So, the ancient Egyptians um, Valued the art of listening So much that they actually had a god That was the god of internalizing Or
1: listening Wow that's fascinating. I'm going
0: to find the quote. It was yeah. I was reading from uh, Jordan Peterson's Did book. Did
1: you know what his name was or that person? No, no, no. no. It was it was an anecdote that
0: was mentioned. Sorry, I'm, I need to get closer to the yeah. mic. It was an anecdote that was mentioned in a book that I'm reading right now. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought that that was interesting. I didn't do any more research on it. I didn't go to Wikipedia or anything like that. But uh-huh. I just thought it was interesting. Nice. Um. But, yeah, so cool.
1: Yeah, you know, like... Um, so I listen to a lot of music, and um, I record music as well. Okay. So uh, you know, it's been a passion and a love of mine since a young age, and um, the way I define like music, it could be anything—not just um, m- like not just pop music, but. Just even listening to the wind flow through the trees, you know, the traffic in the city streets, the waves crashing along the shore. It's all about like setting up your mind and your body to be within the framework of listening to music like that phone. <laughs> Yeah,
0: sorry about that. No, like I I thoroughly agree with you, man. Yeah. That's so. why like when I used to have my tape recorder, man, I would just record just sounds of yeah. different stuff, man. Yeah. Especially yeah, you can it's use all the beats and stuff yeah. too, man. Yeah, it's all music to me, man. Everything. Everything. Yeah. So in terms of your effects and their sounds that you use, do you often just record things and then lay on effects over top of it and like create your own snares your own kicks yeah
1: yeah I'll do that yeah Uh, it's a great way of experimenting and sometimes from doing that comes inspiration Mm -hmm. so all right
0: let's go back and do some just housekeeping all right Um,
1: what countries have you traveled to oh wow Last place I've been to was uh, Vietnam and uh, Cambodia. Okay. Uh, You want to just kind of run down down the list? list. Uh, Japan, Brazil, uh, Argentina, India, Philippines, uh, Spain, France, England. Yeah, I've been, I've hopped around a few places. Right. Yeah. Were the steaks in Argentina as good as they say they are? Absolutely. 100%. I just had a conversation with a friend a few weeks ago, and we were talking about, like, uh, last, last meals. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know, a steak in Argentina wouldn't be a bad last meal. <laughs> so, okay,
0: so... We know about the Brazilian steakhouse where it's like, you know, fogo de Chao or yeah. any of those, right? Uh-huh. Is the Argentinian steak, both in its presentation like in a restaurant or in its just style of pre- preparation cooking, is it closer to what we know in America or is it closer to the
1: Brazilian style? or is something all together? Maybe, uh, all together? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Brazilian? Definitely not here. I don't know, but I think it I, I, it has to do with the meat. I believe it's like um maybe how the how they're raised and like what they eat you know because i think they're all like free range you know raising in the meadows or whatever you know i don't i don't, I don't really know
0: but. not eating pesticides and all yeah, that stuff yeah yeah that, that's meat, what i think Meat as it's it's yeah. that couture meat you know yeah. <laughs> it's not that processed stuff for, right. for jc penny <laughs> all right um See what else we got? Yes, uh, I, I, I need to. I need see. This is where I need to like train and get my wraps up because it's like yeah, uh, I shouldn't be doing you know right right. Um, it should be flowing. I should.
1: Okay. But you know this is uh this is what it is right. This is uh, we're working at it. All right.
0: So how about this? This is this this is this is where we get to the to the real crux of it. Okay? Uh uh-huh. So most people start with what do you do for a living? Yeah yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna ask you. What topic would you say that you're the most knowledgeable to talk about?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, let me think. Um, music gear. <laughs> I guess, if I if I had to pick. Like music all around? Or specific uh, genre music? No, no. Um, actually, music instruments. Oh. And like, especially like electronic music instruments. Yeah
0: okay so
1: so like the different
0: sounds that that
1: yeah any anything from microphones to amplifiers to like uh, uh, monitoring speakers to like uh, equalizers compressors anything like that you know like I find myself always like reading stuff about that in my free time so that's why I said you know I'm probably knowledgeable on that
0: okay so we got these AT2020 audio technicas
1: yeah, is yeah. It, are these? Good. Are these? Are these? You know, it's I mean, a, they sound—they sound, they sound alright, but yeah, I'm wondering. It's a large condenser. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. You know, it's a—it's like a entry level to mid level um, microphone. Mm-hmm. It, it's good quality. It's a good price. You know.
0: So what? What would make a mic that is considered a better quality than this?
1: Um, it would be better. like. So the transducer is one thing, which is uh, what picks up the sounds that we're recording. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would be like the materials as well as the, the power source on how it powers it all. You know, things like that.
0: Like uh, So what is the best
1: mic? Oh man, see that's the thing. Once you get into like very expensive mics, or not even expensive, but... Once you get a good idea of working on different mics, um, each mic has its own personality. So it really depends on what kind of flavor do you want for that recording. (laughs) Yo! Something immediately came to me. So,
0: um, I went to Japan. I've Uh, been to Japan three times. Awesome. So Where'd you go? uh, I was in Tokyo. Uh First time I was just in Tokyo. And... um, a college city somewhere it was multiple choice i get that city right i can't remember (laughs) and the second time like outside of tokyo you mean yeah it was outside. it was like two hours outside of tokyo Uh, what's two Uh,
1: hours i don't know outside i don't know not kyoto
0: no it's not kyoto yeah um but i've been to kyoto that was the third time so the third time we went to like uh uh, nagano Uh uh, tokyo yeah kyoto right and uh, yokohama Um, and Yokohama was interesting. Yo- Yokohama reminded me like Baltimore, yeah, but not like because it's like more industrial, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and it was it was a little bit smaller, but like the part that was the down, not say downtown part, but the part where like it was lively activity it was really nice, right. Um, but Kyoto's like, man, it reminds me of like if, Tok- if Tokyo's like New York, Kyoto's like DC, yeah,
1: um, yeah. in the sense of uh, yeah. that's the old city,
0: yeah. I'm telling you, man, they had yeah. the, the, sh- the, Shogun, the Shogun Hotel or whatever it was. Yeah. Whereas, like, whenever visiting, Shoguns would come to town. They would stay there, and they were talking about how you would go to visit the the, 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 the guy who was the who was over the Shogun Hotel. Yeah. I want to say. It was like an emperor, but I'm not sure. Right. I'm just butchering everything. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what was cool about it was is that they they specifically designed the house so that they knew where to step on the wood planks. Uh huh. So if if some, if someone came and was trying to ambush them, they would know because they knew because that person oh, would know where to wow. step. Oh wow! so they could hear That's it. That's cool. Um, and then like when you would come to visit this guy, it'd be in a room and there'd be two cabinets on the side and there'd be yeah. like um. Uh, what do you call them? A uh, 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 samurai. Yeah. That literally would be inside these cabinets chilling, waiting in case you wanted to ambush this guy. And then they would pop out. What? Yes. It was like these guys just literally sitting inside of a cabinet, like a base cabinet, chilling, just in case you want if somebody tried to ambush this guy and they would jump out. Like it's oh, protection. Man. Crazy.
1: That's scary. Did you know that going into no, it? No, I did not. See, man. I don't know if I would go in if I knew that. Oh, no, no, no. no. You gotta go
0: in, man <laughs> And that was the other thing, too yeah. We had, like, a, a driver for that day Right um, So it was like A guy was taking us around To different places And he knew Yeah Stuff And he, you know Of course, it was multilingual mm-hmm. English and, and Japanese So Yeah the, the, the We got more out of it Than it would have been If we were just You know Americans there Trying to figure it out ourselves Yeah um, But anyways Getting back to what I was saying I went to the uh, The Here we go the shizuki fish market oh nice nice yeah where um basically all the fresh fish arrives yeah um, the markets in japan oh dude (laughs) dude and so i ran into some guy that was there yeah um, and he spoke fluent you know english i want to say he was uh asian-american that was visiting Uh there yeah so he was like yo man this, this spot right here it was like it was a line for this sushi restaurant that was in there Right. Right. And it was just me at the time, so I was able to actually get in because it was just one person, and it was right. like a sushi bar, literally with maybe like eight seats or whatever, right? Yeah. So I was able to get in in between in between parties of like you know three, four, five people. Right. And so what he was like was like, man, this is the best. This is one of the best sushi restaurants in all of Japan. Hmm. I was like, word. He's like, yeah, but the thing is, is that they're the sushi restaurants in Japan. It's not like there's one sushi restaurant that's better than all of them they all do a specific type of fish really good
1: right so he's
0: like this was the best one for toro yeah fatty tuna yeah and he he had like a map of like all the different ones like this one is really good for like uni and this one's really good for sake yeah i was like man that's amazing like i need to like that should be a bucket list thing just be like
1: yeah just spend some time there go through all the different like spend a month in japan
0: and just be like i'm going to every single Best sushi restaurant for yeah. the t- type of fish that I like. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. So when you were talking about the
1: mics, yeah, it's
0: kind of like if you want to do live recording, if you want to record instruments, if you want to record, you know, right, whatever, right. yeah, the different mics for all yeah. That stuff. So <laughs> for a podcast, what would be the best mic? Like a sure mic? Uh,
1: you know the uh, I would I would pick the uh, a mic that Ev makes. I believe it's called the RE20. Uh, that's the mic I would recommend. Or the Shure SM7B. Uh, They're both similar mics. Uh, They're both widely used in podcasting. Okay. Yeah.
0: So it's interesting you said
1: that because the EV, there was
0: an EV mic. Remember I told you the live recording when I went to the um, March for Our Lives?
1: Yeah, that's... uh, That
0: was an EV mic. Yeah. And it was like a field recording mic. It was so good. Yeah. Like it just, it, it... it shut out all the background noise, yeah. but did so in such a way where it was still like there, yeah. and it kind of provided the background, like the yeah. background noise that we have, <laughs> the, the, the background music yeah. that we have here.
1: Nice. I, I like how you kind of brought. We went down this like. We yeah. went down to Japan, and then we brought it back. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So. Smooth. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry,
0: I, I'm circuitous with my
1: shit. but No, you know. that was great, though. Yeah. I love the journey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Got to take you on the journey. Yeah, that's what this is about, right? Yeah. That's what life's about. Yes, yes, yes.
0: So do you go into New York often? Uh, Yeah, all the time. And it for, like, recording or...?
1: Uh, sometimes recording, but mainly for checking out music. Uh, I check out lots of live music, and I check out a lot of DJs. Yeah, okay. So... No doubt, man. No doubt. Yeah, like, um... You know, here's one thing I didn't mention. Um, I am trying to open up a recording studio in Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where like, in Brooklyn? Uh, in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Bushwick. So, um... Are you familiar
0: with Bushwick? <laughs> so, fun fact, uh, I used to work for probably the biggest drug dealer in Brooklyn <laughs> 17 years ago. Oh, man. I'm um, not lying. <laughs> Legal or illegal? Legal drug dealer. Okay. I was a pharmaceutical sales rep for Pfizer. Nice. Wow. Yeah. I uh, I could see you doing that. <laughs> You're funny. I could see you doing I had, that. I had Bye. the rock star of drugs, man. Norvaz, yeah. Lipitor... Uh, Zithromax and of course Viagra. Oh yeah. Right? So was Viagra
1: like uh, originally supposed to be like a, a heart drug yes, or something? Yes, it was. It's was supposed to treat angina. Right. And uh,
0: the the people who came back when they were doing trials were like, "Yo, the side effect." Right? He's like, "Yeah, my heart feels good, but I'll tell you what really feels good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my wife can yeah. attest to it. You know.
0: And uh, next thing you know, uh, 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 a new drug." and a whole new like yeah there's <laughs> the a whole market, that a whole went, market went for erectile yeah. dysfunction was yeah. born right so anyways um, in Brooklyn I had uh, four well including Staten Island so Staten Island was one of the areas I also had uh, Mill Basin mm-hmm. which is like but when they say Mill Basin it's like Canarsie and all that stuff yeah. I didn't go to Far Rockaway or anything like that but all right. that stuff that's like Brooklyn like all the way out almost to the point where it's like a Long Island type of Brooklyn oh okay um, and then uh, what was it Uh Bay Ridge Right um, Which is like Along that That area I'm trying to think The area is sort of Around the Verrazano Yeah On the Brooklyn But yeah. like yeah, I know what In East Like about. if you're taking The BQE From the Verrazano yeah. uh-huh. And you're coming in Right to, And you're, you're going to Manhattan but you're Taking the BQE Yeah All that stuff On the left side Yeah When you're yep. on that Elevated um, The BQE the Elevated part of the BQE Everything right. to the left That was like yeah. The Bay Ridge area and then uh, Crown Heights, Right. and as part of Crown Heights was like uh, 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 Nostrand Ave, all that uh-huh. stuff, Flatbush, and um, Bushwick was part of that. Um, and also I had Williamsburg. And this is Williamsburg before Williamsburg was before, Williamsburg. Yeah. It was like back when all the yeah. Hasidic Jews. I was like, oh man, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it was nothing but Hasidic Jews out there. That's um, which is cool. I was like, man, I didn't even realize like this was like yeah. a thing. Right, right. So. Um, when i uh finished the um sorry where was i okay yeah so in bushwick uh this is back when bushwick before way before bushwick was like so it was like there was a point where bushwick was like it's like industrial there yeah yeah like williamsburg came on yeah and, and everyone who was on the early part of williamsburg then started going to bushwick Mm. then like Bushwick is now that and I think people are now looking at, like East New York and stuff yes, like that right yes
1: yeah we could even go back a step further before Brooklyn like before we, <laughs> right it was like Lower East Side yeah, the village yeah and then they, they got all, all the artists and creatives got priced out they mm-hmm. moved to Brooklyn and they to Soho. Soho or was, have, Soho, was
0: Soho before I East, think East Village or was Soho like
1: Soho was before East Village yeah
0: cause wait Andy Warhol was like the 80s or is he before like that? Seventies, 70s, 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 okay. Yeah.
1: And then Yeah, that was Soho at that time. Yeah. Like Williamsburg now, it's just you can't afford to live there. <laughs> so all, all the artists and creatives moved to Bushwick. Yep. And you're starting to see Constru- new construction happening there, so mm-hmm. it's just a
0: matter of time. And then they're going to East New York, and yeah. then pretty much then, then at some point, M.O.P.'s gonna yeah. make a song and be like, dude, like, what the hell, man? <laughs> Cause, you know, like, Brownsville should not be like this, you know? Right. So, yeah. but anyway, um, uh, yeah, so, I am familiar with Bushwick, uh-huh. but I'm familiar with the Bushwick of 2001. Okay. So,
1: I'm sure it's probably quite different
0: I do remember there was that big uh, L
1: train that was there
0: Mm -hmm. the elevated yeah do you know what's
1: happening now they're um, they're gonna shut down the L line uh, I think next year or the end of this year for construction and they're gonna like redo it yeah they're gonna rebuild it redo it and it's gonna be a major disruptor major disruptor oh I already know yeah I already know
0: yeah so when are they gonna finish that second avenue subway line or is it done
1: I, I want to say it's done.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't go down all the way to uh, Grand Central, though. No. Or at
1: least down to yeah, Lexington no. Avenue, whatever that I one is. I don't think so. Yeah. I, like, but, I, I'm a guy that drives, so. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't know the lines too well. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, when were you... So, you were living
0: there for a bit. Yeah, heard. I was living there. Well, so I was on an eight-month internship. Okay. From the school I went to the every year they would have this pfizer internship yeah where they would come and recruit like yeah. 10 of us to yeah. do different markets all throughout the u.s yeah and i like i went all the way in yeah to get the new york one wow and so it was cool yeah and had brooklyn so what was interesting was mind you this is so you see that picture that uh picture right there okay yeah that was when i was that was in 2001 and so so you were there for the world trade center correct so now. you see the black and white photo above new Above. so above. see where it says new york on the bottom yeah okay I yeah yeah, yeah, yeah okay so you can see right in the upper right corner that's where the trade center was oh yeah yeah i see it. yeah wow. and then the, so the black and white photos were taken before it happened and then the color photos were taken afterwards so you see the one where it, in the upper left where's yeah. the two yeah it's gone now Yeah So Cause I was living in the financial district man I had one of, I had probably the most amazing apartment I probably stayed in my entire life Oh man I was at uh, 25 Broad Street You can see the my Carters right there Yeah uh, 25 Broad Street apartment 19B Oh okay. And so I found that poster, uh-huh. and I got that poster, and then I had pictures. So you know, before it happened, I was just taking pictures from the roof. Yeah, you know, I was just like,
1: you know, yeah. whatever. And the problem was, I wanted to get a picture guys, of the crazy guys. Guys, uh, that means taking pictures with a camera. Yes, taking pictures <laughs> with a <laughs> not camera, not from a phone. You're absolutely right.
0: <laughs> and even more so, I'll, I'll take you, you one step better. So it's a point-and-shoot camera, okay? Uh-huh. Oh. And the um the Film that I bought for that, I bought from the basement of the World Trade Center. Amazing. So wow. the, the, the pictures that you see here, well, not the black and white ones, but yeah. the color ones,
1: uh-huh.
0: are from film that was purchased in the World Trade Center. Wow. Um. So, but yeah. So it's amazing. It's amazing. So what I what I like to do a lot of times is like it's kind of where's Waldo. Yeah. So if you look at where these pictures are were taken from, uh huh. And then look at the buildings around it, see if you can identify the building from where those pictures were taken.
1: <laughs> you see what uh, I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Just a little fun thing for people. Yeah,
1: to do. that that's kind of neat thing to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then up in the upper right. Where, where's the Where are those from? The that's ones on Cuba. Cuba. So I went to Cuba in 2002, going into 2003 for New Year's. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And that was that, that was back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is so this is Bush era, early Bush era. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was cool was. I went before, so at that time, Uh you could still get an educational visa to go. Right. um, But that was the only way you could go. Yeah. Um, And so our school had a sort of agreement or a license to be able to go. And what was funny was it was a number of people just you know in the whole southeast who knew about this program. Right. That would they they could enroll in a, a in a class. Uh huh for the actual program and then go to Cuba. Wow. After enrolling in the class.
1: How long's the class? Uh like a semester. Okay.
0: But you could take it like remotely too. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So you have to take the class and then you could go. Yeah. Okay. Cuz you had to be enrolled in the school to be able right. to so yeah. So but anyways, so we went for like a week and this yeah. is like back when like Yeah. Uh, look, I'm not going to say it's like yo it was just treacherous it's not all that commercial stuff that you see now um but it was definitely different than i think the cuba that people go to now and yeah. it was great and i tell people this all the time i felt so there were times where um i'd be out yeah and it's like you know 10 30 11 o'clock and it's like okay i gotta go home right uh-huh. and so i would walk from wherever i was back to where i was staying and the yeah. street lights were just out. Uh-huh. So you're talking about like what would otherwise be an urban city. Right. Dark as hell. Mm-hmm. And I felt safer there than I did walking the streets. Wow. In some places in America. Yeah. It was just people weren't about trying to just hurt right. nobody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Um, and I mean, the people there are just so nice, so caring, so giving. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Um, and
1: there's so much culture there, Oh, right? so much. Yeah. So much, man. Yeah. Um, I had a friend that went there recently, and I think he had to get like a, a cultural educational visa or something like that. Like, that was the only way they could get in. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're um, musicians. Mm-hmm. They went there to record, but they had to get some sort of cultural visa, a cultural exchange visa, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And yeah.
0: I had some friends in college just like that too. He they played uh, African drums. Yeah. and they had been to Cuba numerous, time, numerous nice. times and they were like okay look here's what you do go to the liquor store get a bottle of Crown Royal <laughs> drink all that Crown Royal <laughs> then take that purple bag wrap it around your belt and put your uh, passport your all your money uh-huh. and any other keepsakes that you have that you don't want to lose uh-huh. in that Crown Royal bag and then wrap it through your belt and drop it down your pants Oh, that's great. And it's like, so you, yeah, yeah. you know, you'll always have it yeah, and ain't nobody yeah. gonna take it. They're yep. like, another thing, also. Yeah. So, this is like right around the time that like Nelly was came out with like Air Force Ones. Uh-huh. And so, like, Air Force Ones during this time were like really, really popular. Yeah. So, um, I went up to the East Village in New York to the um, one of those like vintage shops and stuff mm-hmm. where they would like sell secondhand shoes. Right. And bought like every pair of white Air Force Ones I could find. <laughs> right. And then went home and like got barred up. Soap and a you know janky ass toothbrush <laughs> and like clean those bitches up and then threw them inside of a bag and took them down to Cuba with me yeah and then traded them for like paintings and really and shit. yeah that worked yeah they t- that these this guy told me they're like do wow. that yeah so it's like roughly like so basically the shoes i bought like somewhere between like 25 50 bucks each right because they're like secondhand whatever yeah but think about it's like i got a really really good painting or like some clothes there right right for like 25 50 bucks yeah on a barter style stuff because they didn't have air force ones right so amazing yeah just 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 interesting anecdotes nelly
1: (laughs) Uh oh So <laughs> I have like so many more other photos. Yeah, I'm, this I'm like is great. not even speaking into the
0: mic, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. So um, how do I? I guess I can't turn it. What do you I guess, I, cause you, I want to get the mic here. Yeah. I'm looking at you. Right. But you know, all right. Well, anyways, I'll yeah. figure this out. You'll um, just
1: need, probably need to move the whole thing. So yeah, that design. way yeah, yeah. or or maybe clip it here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But the problem was I had this before where I clipped it. Yeah. And I put it this way. Uh huh. Like when I was doing it over there. Yeah. I originally had that clip over there. Right. But because it clips that way and the. Arm goes this way. Yeah. If you pull it down to... I mean it's a janky arm, like yeah. arm thing. Yeah. You pull it down too hard, you can break it from the thing because of the leverage. Uh huh. So you, I feel like you have to have it to where it's clipped, right? And bending over nice. the same direction. Gotcha. And so it's like. Yeah. But. But yeah, man. I have like tons of photos of like yeah, that's when I was like from like travels that I've been on, man. I need yeah. to like. Get more of those done. Like Where's
1: um? Where, where what's what's by far your most favorite place you've traveled to? Uh, my fault. most fame favorite place that I've traveled to. Oof.
0: Like y- you hear the beat right now? That's like literally my mind right now. Like trying <laughs> to like going around the world right now. Right, traveling. I'll give you the remix.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh, Bring that beat back. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah. Amsterdam is up there. Yeah, but not necessarily not because of like weed and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, just it's a beautiful city, and I like yeah, just it's beautiful. Like, city. All those houses along the canals. Yeah, yeah. Like I really like. Yeah. I was thinking about. It. I was like, man, okay, if I like had like, so they say like the really rich. Yeah. I mean, the, the super super rich. Right. They don't have a home. They just have houses across yeah. like the world. Right. And they just spend two months, two months here, two months yeah. here. And that's why like New York yeah. is really popular because everybody wants to be there at some point. Yeah. So they just buy a place, nice yeah. little two bedroom condo or whatever in a yeah. city, and they can just go there anytime they want. Yeah. So I was, I was saying like one of the places I do is see if I get get like, one of those houses along one of the canals yeah. in Amsterdam Yeah, yeah. Um, another place I do in be yeah. Akihabara, Japan oh, okay, just yeah. because you could always you'll be like yeah. you'll be five years ahead technology wise of everybody <laughs> in the world <laughs> right? you know yeah. um, you know train's right there
1: and it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's just super busy um, yeah. that's where the uh, that the street corners are right where everybody crosses is that where it is? no that's uh, Shibuya Shibuya okay. yeah and is that where the um, that dog is, you know, the uh, Hachiko dog? You know, like the statue of the. Hachiko, I
0: that, that rings a bell. Uh, I want to say that might be Shibuya as well. Yeah, but probably. It, I vaguely remember that because I uh, think it's in front of the train station. Yeah, it's right there. It's in front of train yeah, yeah, yeah. Station. So then that's Shibuya. Yeah. But yeah, that, that huge intersection, it was crazy. Like I saw that And was like What the hell is that I didn't even know that This was like A famous <laughs> yeah. intersection About yeah. that But like when it happened I was like What yeah, the hell This amazing. is like Literally crazy How many yeah. people are like Like you don't even see the, the street anymore Yeah, And then You see the street And cars yeah. go And yeah. then you know yeah. But um There And uh I wouldn't say it's like my favorite place but I spent like you know a couple months here Frankfurt mm-hmm. in Germany, Germany? Yeah. Um, and the reason I'd say that is because it's right in the middle of not only Germany uh-huh. but like Europe Yeah. so when I was staying there you're pretty much no more than three hours away from like imagine if frankfurt is like the center of a clock around yeah. clock uh-huh there's like a major city at every hour hand that's within three hours that's great it's yeah. like amsterdam yeah. berlin paris right. uh not, prague was like four hours yeah it's a little further it's out. a little bit further yeah. out
1: oh i was just there last year prague. i did prague and budapest yeah i've done budapest but that i've heard yeah. that's amazing budapest too that's great it, it felt like uh it felt like lower east village manhattan in the 90s really yeah <laughs> is that kind of odd okay
0: yeah and i gotta check that out yeah. um munich mm-hmm. so frankfurt
1: i gotta check frankfurt out yeah i mean
0: okay um frankfurt's
1: cool yeah
0: but outside of you know being the yeah where the european central bank is yeah uh it's not yeah I mean, okay, so the thing about it was someone once told me it was like Frankfurt got bombed the hell out in World War Two. Right. So that's why it's like there's only two buildings really that yeah. still remain. Like Dome Reimer. Uh-huh. And um Something else. Again, if it was multiple choice, I like get it right. Yeah. But it's like two buildings. Everything else has been constructed since nineteen fifty. Wow. And so there isn't much Well then there's there's a sa 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 sa. It's on the other side of the river. Mm-hmm. Um of the mine river and Saxon housing that's what's yeah, called that area that area still has some of the historical charm to it uh-huh. um, but like the main city it's just all new buildings and stuff and it's not all that big you pretty much walk walk it um but still like every single major german city has great uh, 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 uh subway system yeah like a local subway like it's like
1: i know i'm trying to I think know. like
0: every single city has like a Chicago-level subway to it. Mm-hmm. Not like New York.
1: New York's a uh, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but look, definitely more than D.C. Yeah, more than Boston. Yeah, more than Boston. <laughs> Boston's yeah. got like two lines. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. But yeah, it's, it's. I. I just love the fact that like you can really get around in not
1: only Germany but Europe. Yeah. By foot. And yeah. Cool. It's great. It's great for backpacking. Great you know. for it. So. Amsterdam. So Amsterdam's a a place I love too. Like I go there every year. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a an electronic music festival that happens in October. Mm -hmm. That that's kind of really at at the edge of electronic music right now. What is the edge of electronic music? Well, it's um... like almost analog. (laughs) It's (laughs) it's so electronic, it's analog. Yeah. No, it's like more (laughs) like it's. uh, They're really on the pulse with like new artists and young artists and you know. Of what's new and but also like well, all around the music in general it's, it's good it's a good it's a, called the amsterdam amsterdam dance event i think that's what it's called so it does center around dance music
0: okay and how long is the festival
1: um i believe it's just like uh four days okay yeah and
0: around when does it happen
1: uh End of October from like I believe uh, Thursday, uh, like a Thursday to Monday or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I need to
0: not only check that out, but I need to check out like Europe in the summer. scared like every single time <laughs> i've but every single time yeah. i've been to europe it's yeah. always been like yeah. at the tail end of yeah. or it's always been like either during cold season or a tail yeah. end like people tell me paris is like so amazing yeah in like the spring and uh-huh. the summer and i'm just like yeah yeah, yeah. it probably is yeah I, I wouldn't know
1: yeah i either go like end of winter or like or like in fall yeah i think for me it's because tickets are cheaper <laughs> That's that's, that's uh, probably what yeah. it is, but yeah, um,
0: my father he wants to go to uh-huh. uh, he wants to go to Paris and London mm-hmm. um, at some point this year. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, I got you. And I still haven't looked up that <laughs> stuff, um, so I'm gonna take some time out this week to really yeah. look at some. Airbnbs out there. You know, it's funny. So I've been doing Airbnb for the last five years now. Yeah. And now when I like go traveling, a lot of times Ah. I stay at hotels, right? And it's not so (laughs) much about like my uncertainty about Airbnb stuff. It's more so that like with what I'm doing here. Yeah. I really like want to see just I want to go inside of a hotel and really look at it through the eyes of its operations you know Uh huh. so I have this little booklet over here and yeah. like every room I stay in yeah. I like sketch it out it's like on graph it has pages
1: uh-huh. it's like a notebook with pages of graphing paper right
0: and I sketch out the room square footage now are you, are
1: you really able to see the operations of it from like
0: as a from a guest standpoint so okay so it's not like i'm going down to the f&b office and being like yo open up the books son i want right, to see right. i want to see how much you're spinning on onions yeah you know no but i mean like in the sense of understanding so okay so i might stop on several floors and see during um like housekeeping time Mm-hmm. Is there a housekeeping person on every floor? Right. So it's like, okay, so if there's 20 rooms on each floor mm-hmm. and they have a housekeeping cart on yeah. each floor, right, then they got 20 housekeepers, or they got the housekeeper for, let's say, there's seven floors, mm-hmm. 20 rooms on each floor, it's 140 rooms, right? Yeah. So if they have it on, you know, what do we say, um, seven floors? So uh-huh. if there's one on each floor, then it's like, okay, it's one per 20. Right. If it's every other, then it's that. Then it's also finding out about you know You, I, I'm not saying I'm like going all the way back in the back and loading and stuff like that. Yeah. But understanding the amenities that they offer and the back of the house stuff that they have. Yeah. So there's some people where they do on-site cleaning. There's some, some places where they, you know, send it out. And mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't take much to find out that because you can kind of see if like they have one of those big carts yeah that like they throw all the stuff into yeah that means it's getting shipped out right but if you don't see those
1: carts that then it's doing it in-house. in-house you yeah. know it must be expensive to do it in-house
0: yeah but i mean it's also expensive to so you gotta think about if you're doing it off-site you have to send it to the people you have to find the people first that actually take on that yeah. whole thing like in a big city that's probably not a big problem but in right. some other cities yeah. it, it, that, that, can, that can turn out to be an issue um you gotta send it there so who's responsible for it are they responsible for delivery and pickup or are you responsible for delivery and pickup right um and if the other company's responsible for delivery and pickup there's going to be an additional cost to that now it may be that that company like if you're their big client Mm -hmm. and you're like giving them this big contract yeah you might be able to get a good deal on that right um but if they're the only game in town and they and you're not necessarily their biggest client they may have other big commercial clients mm-hmm. you may have to pay a premium um mm-hmm. uh, and then also just being able to offer so at least the hotel that i work at right now they also offer you know same day or you know forget guest dry cleaning yeah so you can hand in your your shirt get it pressed clean or whatever like that right, right? If you have on site, you can do that. Like you ain't got to worry about that. Yeah. Don't you have to contract another company, hopefully the same company. Yeah. But you might have to contract with another company Mm -hmm. to be able to turn that the same day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot to think about actually. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because there's, there's all that cost of shipping it out. You know, exactly. There's a travel cost, you know? Mm -hmm. And then like you think about the
0: restaurants, right? Yeah. Like, so you, you might have a restaurant there Are they also doing room service? Or is there another kitchen that's doing room service? Let's say you have more than one restaurant. I
1: didn't even think of that. I thought like one place does it.
0: So it's possible that one place does do it, but they may have a separate kitchen for something else, you know? Uh huh. Or they may may have a separate kitchen for it and it's a completely different menu, but the same company that's doing it is just two different wings of that company.
1: Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. Just. Yeah,
0: I I overthink things a lot.
1: <laughs> You're like the type of guy that likes to, to leave no stone unturned. Dude.
0: Well, I want to. I just want to understand it. Yeah. So it's like okay. Yeah. I get it. So now I've internalized it, and then I yeah. can.
1: Is it something you want to bring into Airbnb? Like you know, like.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I, I still haven't, like, run the numbers on, like, providing food. I yeah. do have a hop license, it's a uh-huh. occupancy permit, for a bed and breakfast here. Uh-huh. So, technically, this is a bed and breakfast, uh-huh. and I can provide up to one meal a day. Oh, cool. Uh, but I'm not sure, at least on Airbnb's platform, if it makes sense to start mm-hmm. offering food Yeah, or doing it, because there's a there's a there's an overhead cost if you will right right to just having that stuff on deck yeah um and then it's like the scale isn't enough right i wonder right so because you're also i gotta figure out like compensating me for my time right right to actually cook the stuff and you know get the materials running yeah yeah
1: time materials energy
0: all that stuff right and so if we're saying that, you know, to do, like, a meal like I did last night... Right. ...cost, like, 30 bucks...
1: And, and materials? Then like, or that's... You're talking, like, je- everything. I'm like saying, like, your just... time, too?
0: Going to the grocery store. Yeah. Like, between the meat and the the spices... Yeah. And the, 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 the vegetables and uh-huh. all of that, right? That costs, like, 30 bucks. Let's mm-hmm. say it costs 20 bucks. Whatever, yeah. right? And then, for me to cook it, like, it takes me two three hours to do it right yeah or no let's say the prep time i won't charge people for like the actual cooking like cuz the thing's on for like 3 hours i'm not going to charge you for that right <laughs> but, but still it's, but it's, like your, yeah, time. Yeah, exactly it's your time Exactly right i got i got i got to i got to yeah. monitor it right Yeah. so all right so let's just say we did that right the whole cooking time <laughs> prep and cooking time takes 4 hours right okay yeah. and i'm like okay so my time is let's just say minimum wage right which is like 1250 an hour okay right, right. so that will work out to is it 25, 25? 50. Yeah. $50 Right. on top of the, what did we say, 20 before? Right. So that's, now we're at 70, right? Yeah. And then it's like, that's not even considering the plates, right. which would already be here. And I guess the pots are already here. So that's a sunk cost, whatever, right? But two people are staying here. It's like, all right, yeah, pay me $35 each <laughs> for dinner tonight. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Now, if I was freaking, what's his name? Uh, Anthony Bourdain, that right. might be a different thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. But you, you find that in like everything in life, just like the scale, the overhead that's needed yeah. to to just hurdle, right, to get to where you're just breaking even, yeah, you have to like amortize that cost over just a certain number of people, yeah. And I feel like in hospitality, at least, it's
1: it's 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 it's,
0: it's difficult for independent hotels to really like yeah come up right because you gotta have like 50 60 rooms right just to offer the amenities that now the public has come to expect with things right? yeah yeah i know what you mean so i'm like fighting an uphill battle yeah but i'm gonna make it i'm gonna figure it out yeah I'm gonna figure it out could, you're the guy that could do it i'm gonna figure it out man. yeah hopefully the podcast will be like you know my yeah. Board date, right? yeah get people the podcast will cause people to pay oh i'm paying a hundred dollars
1: for dinner with fred no, <laughs> you know, but what's great about you is like you're just so welcoming here to your Airbnb, and Amen. you know, it's like Thank it's, so it's like visiting an old friend, and you know, that's how I it's, great. To it's great, it's great. That yeah, to me,
0: that's kind of like what. Yeah, you know, I'm not even gonna say Airbnb. I'm gonna say just vacation rentals or even inns yeah. before way before Holiday Inn and Marriott. Straight um, Standardized And you know Franchised All out And you know mm-hmm. Became global entities Like Back when You were a traveler Staying somewhere Or traveler Traveling somewhere And you need to get some rest Over the night Yeah Or you wanted to grab a bite to eat Or something like that These, This is what places like that were like Right It was somebody who had a house That opened their door to you And you uh-huh. just like Hey And then yeah. what happened is Like hey That's the spot I'm going to go there because I know it's going to be a good night's sleep. Perhaps I can get some good food here. Yeah. But most importantly, it's like I'm seeing an old friend and I get yeah. to catch up with them and have, you know, a great experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's my goal. Yeah. And uh, I feel that when I come here. Much appreciated. Yeah. What time is it? It is uh eleven fourteen AM. Alright. So you guys need to Yeah, we probably uh I, I you know I, I can honestly be doing this all day. <laughs> I, could, I can today, literally do this all day I too. Do this all but I don't all wanna day. take you away from the, yeah, the delights
0: that yeah, Washington DC has yeah, to offer.
1: Yeah. Gonna go check out DC. Yeah.
0: So oh cotton and reed. That was what I was supposed to send you. The um rum distillery place.
1: Oh nice. Up
0: in uh um, Yeah. And Joseph A. Magnus unfortunately yeah. is closed today. I know, I checked. Yeah.
1: how, how it, is their bourbon?
0: Good. Did you yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um uh-huh. if you still want to buy it though, uh huh. Three blocks south on Third Street, there's okay. a place called the Craft Brew Cellar or Craft okay. Beer Cellar.
1: Okay. It's right at the corner, of Third and H. Third and H, think. Okay. Yeah. And, and they, they like sell
0: the Local spirits yeah. and uh, liquors yeah. from local distilleries, yeah. mm-hmm. and they have Joseph A. Magnus there. Okay. Now I think what's funny is I think buying it from there is more expensive than buying it from the actual place. Okay. By like maybe ten dollars or so. Uh uh-huh. So if you want to wait till tomorrow. Yeah. Well,
1: here's the thing, like. I'm having dinner with a—it's a, it's a ah, friend, and like you want bring her husband is into bourbons. So the the person I'm going to see is actually somebody that I—a a female singer that I've recorded in the past. Is that the one that you sent me? Yeah, actually, yeah. We have music out together on like you know the streaming streaming like yeah, services yeah i can't remember what was her name what uh, was her name she goes the, the group's name goes is by is called arena in the dream yes yes yeah yeah Ar- arena in the dream with yeah, the i yeah and, yeah and uh she moved to uh virginia okay out, so just outside yeah see, Alexandria. Yeah, yeah, excellent. okay yeah
0: okay yeah well tell arena say said what's up yeah
1: yeah yeah keep the music coming yeah i told her about the podcast
0: all right yeah yeah so hopefully you know god willing i'll be able to get the uh at least one of the two on full service yeah i'm still i mean i'm gonna record i know i'm going to record at the science and technology expo yeah um, this weekend yeah um so at the very least i'll have recording from that and yeah you know if they put it up cool if not I'll put it up Yeah. and then for the Washington City Paper Best of I need to find out though because they do their own podcast uh-huh. and I don't know if they're planning on recording and want to have a monopoly on it or yeah. if they're I mean I would venture to guess they would allow other people but it's like if I call them just as like hey I'm Freddy over here on 3rd Street let me open this piece I'm trying to record man put it <laughs> on my podcast it's like nah they're not just going to let know any Joe Blow right. however if I do it on
1: behalf of full service perhaps uh, right. we'll be good to go yeah um, you ever think of uh, doing video, like moving to that platform? Yeah, eventually. Yeah,
0: I, I, yeah, I would, but I mean, yeah. like, I'm just trying to. Cause with video, it's like you really have to. There's more that you have to. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I I, I want to yeah. get my chops up on this first. Right. But um, someone had said that like you know just perhaps even uploading the audio. To, yeah. To YouTube and uh-huh. just letting it ride from there. And that's another thing too. Like, I'm I, like between the real estate side of all this yeah which has been like honestly like a big 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 focus especially over the last couple years because you know we had to you know completely gut and rehab the house next door yeah and as well as do the renovation here Mm -hmm. um as well as trying to expand like you know right i've talked with every pretty much every single neighbor yeah In some way shape or form About their house uh-huh. um, Not necessarily acquiring Or anything like that right. But just like you know I mean they all know That I do the Airbnb stuff yeah. And they're all cool
1: with it do, does, do any of them do it as well? No
0: Okay uh, To my knowledge um, Yeah Well no The two other neighbors On either side of me They both rent out their places On uh-huh. an annual basis To someone else I see um, But actually <laughs> One of those places I used to live in Actually last year Oh yeah Um, Because I was doing Both these houses For
1: right. my Right. I think I, I think I remember that right like yeah yeah
0: were you there It was last year, twenty seventeen. Yes, yeah, I was staying. Yes, I was staying two doors down. Yeah, and then this house was about to be rented out. Right. Um. And then what do you call it? Uh. Yeah. So I've been focused on that. Yeah. And then then there's the operation side of stuff, right? Yeah. just yeah. Doing this day to day. Yeah. And, and so, you're
1: and you're doing it all on your own, right? <laughs>
0: unfortunately man. I would love you could I mean, use an
1: assistant oh man yeah. dude like for real man yeah, get a college intern or something yeah
0: you no know? but the thing is is like I need somebody who
1: somebody I need some, invested like yeah you know, it's like, like I need
0: somebody who who, who 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 who. I need someone that isn't just like I tell them hey do this okay, and, and gotcha. they do that cause yeah a lot of i explained the whole thing like yeah the the situation of trying to make this happen in this currently quote-unquote scale world where everything has to scale and all that stuff yeah i'm i'm fighting with my back against the wall and i have to do like creative things yeah just to maintain and so, a lot of the solutions that happen, that need to happen, aren't things that you can just look up and do. Right. They're things that, from an intuitive standpoint, yeah. you have to do. Yeah. And so, and some of these solutions just aren't out there. Like, right. one thing that I've really been wanting to do for the last couple years, um, I have a map uh-huh. next door. I actually put it up um, that is basically like, Three feet long by two feet high that's like basically all of downtown DC uh-huh. so I printed it out and I took a magnetic you know like if you ever get an x-ray yeah stuff that's like that, that they wrap around your arm right so imagine that like as a mag as a magnet a magnetic sheet uh-huh. where one side has an adhesive back Okay. So I taped that to like foam board and then put the map on top of that. Mm-hmm. So now it's magnetic. And then people have these push pins. Yeah. Or, they're not push pins, they're magnetic. Yeah. And you can just put them on the thing and they kind of magnetically stay on the map. So it's not like you don't have all those holes in the map, right? Right. So then what I want to do is attach flags to those, uh-huh. and the flags have QR codes, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then if all they have to do is hold their phone up to the QR code, and right. it automatically links to like the Instagram account of the guest that took that picture.
1: Oh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: And so it's like communal with guests and stuff, but right. it's like, like, I just saw somebody now who, who had a QR code thing where you put it on your phone. First off, your phone doesn't even need an app. To recognize the QR code You just hold the damn camera over it. Yeah Like I didn't even know that
1: I just discovered that I just (laughs) discovered
0: that Blew my mind right And so the dude had it linked To uh, a Google Docs account Uh That's like a waiver form Like it's for a running club Uh right? I was like this is amazing Like this is perfect This is exactly what I need Yeah. Like on two fronts One it could just be for You know A formal rental agreement For guests that come Right They can just go here And see that right Other way it could be for The QR code links to uh, Uh The website for or instagram or twitter or whatever you know yeah but like from a priority standpoint in terms of all the other stuff that needs to be yeah, done yeah. that's like an r&d thing right and i'd love for somebody to like take the lead on doing that yeah. but i don't want them to come to me and be like so it turns out that uh we can't do the- there's no program that exists for that it's like no, no no like i need you to piece all that stuff together yeah you have to
1: develop that app
0: yeah well okay i'm not saying i need like some tech person to actually write the app Uh up it's more so about it's. there isn't one program that'll handle all of this i see you're gonna need to piece together the programs and figure out the way to do this so that right And it's like, I could do that, but the amount of time it would take me, and I overthink shit too, right? So it'd be like... (laughs) Yeah,
1: you'll be exploring every avenue. (laughs) Every
0: every avenue, and it's like, dude, I don't have time for that, man. I need to... to... Yeah, (laughs) you need to pay some bills. Yes, exactly. So it's kind of like I need a partner, or I need somebody who's like, okay, you're the tech guy. Right, yeah. These Mm -hmm. are different um, action items of things that... I believe
1: could be developed yeah. to make this happen. You know, sometimes, sometimes I could I could see how challenging it is to, to kind of find those people exactly. too, You know, because like, so
0: many people, getting back to the scale thing, it's yeah. like, okay, I could work for you, where you ain't you, ain't, you either paying me shit, yeah, or the upside is in the hopes that this will, right. you know, and that's uncertain, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, finding that person who not only would do that, okay, Mm -hmm. in light of, or I could work for this company and make this money and support myself off of that, you know? Right. And there's a lot of people also that just are, they have the technical competence, but it's one-dimensional Yeah. and it's not necessarily holistically looking at something and and thinking about solving a problem. It's more so, okay, insert me here. Oh, you need... Someone, the type of code that does this, okay, right? You yeah. know,
1: yep. Just finding those people is difficult. Yeah,
0: but it's taking it one day at a time. Yeah. I mean, I have yeah. people that I talk with and stuff. Yeah. Uh, on things, uh, but you know, they're kind of helping me out, kind of just like as uh, a favor, kind of. You know, yeah. Not, it's not anything formal, and you know, I right. can't, I can't expect anything additional from a favor or anything like that you know yeah no I get it so it's I just take what I can get yeah. and try to make it
1: happen yeah yeah like um because you, you want you kind of want somebody like you there you go because you, you're the type of guy that you're gonna you know you're gonna pour your heart and soul into it and you would like that other person you work with to be the same exactly you know and it's um yeah, I could, I, I could see how that's challenging, you
0: know? Yeah, especially, like, yeah. in a space that... Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying hospitality is new, Yeah. Um, but um, in such a way that it... Yeah. It, <sighs> having the intelligence, the expertise, and the belief to change... Or not change, to introduce a new way of going about doing something or introducing something that's familiar into the unfamiliar
1: and then following that through. Right. Yeah. I'm babbling. No, no, I get it. I mean, I I understand that what you're saying is like kind of like I don't know, like, well, we were talking about Facebook before, right? Yeah. Like, you know, before Facebook, there was no Facebook. Nobody believed we needed a Facebook. Now there's billions of people around the world that are on Facebook. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that, like, you know, in a sense, you know. Yeah. But I I will say I haven't, and maybe it's out
0: there, I haven't done too much research on it, but... I would think that if it was something that was out there it would have come across my radar at some point right right like right. like the idea of you know someone a hospitality brand yeah with its okay so line does have full service radio i get yeah. that um but it's more so a showcase of other stuff that's happening yeah i'm saying like all right fuck it i've said this a lot okay we haven't had a true hotel mogul uh-huh. in a minute. Right. And I'm saying of the Marriott, of the Hyatt, of the Hilton uh-huh. Ilk. One could say Ian Schrager, right? Because he's like the guy that reintroduced boutique hotels and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, and there's there's other people too, I get it, that, that have done stuff, but it's like it's it's there isn't anything that's like you could say the Boutique Hotel, fine. Well, if we say the Boutique Hotel is an original concept that happened where it's like your, your F&B program is kind of like the driver of it and the hotel rooms, while nice and stylish, kind of take a back seat to the rooftop bar, the, the restaurant that you have on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. We haven't had somebody since, say, in Trigger, has really come in to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm saying hospitality is... It's ripe for a new set of people to come in.
1: Right. To be
0: that next generation of people. Yeah. And the timing feels right. Yes. And I'm saying that someone like myself
1: yeah doing a podcast yeah right yeah All it takes is that one person to spark that change you know to where
0: you know people want to come and stay at that hotel for the experience of that's provided by not necessarily to get on the podcast Uh but to get the experience that the podcast is one reflection of you know yeah and it seems like from an airbnb standpoint There's all these people that are, like, putting in their application to be that person. Well, there's some people that are, like, you know, they don't care. But indirectly, it's like, hey, this is me, this is my house, come stay with me. Yeah. That's, like, there. And there's some people that take that seriously and some people don't.
1: Right. And I'm saying that
0: there could be someone like myself who comes in.
1: Yeah, you're talking about, like, another level of... uh,
0: yes you know you're, you're, and, and yeah. they, they, they've introduced this airbnb plus thing it hasn't come to dc yet
1: what's what's that so airbnb
0: had this on um, you know they're trying to basically get up, you know, to hospitality market share without directly you know saying yeah we're trying to come and be a, a hospitality brand right but so the idea is, in 13 cities right now, they've selected a number of hosts that meet a certain level of criteria uh-huh. of their actual, you know, amenities the they provide, the quality of their stay, the reviews they've gotten, and everything. They come in, and they have their own design consultant, they have yeah. their own photographer that comes in, right. and they basically photograph and make their listing amazing. Right. and put it up as a promoted listing. And you have to pay like a 100-some dollars or whatever mm-hmm. to be a part of this whole thing. And you have to meet the criteria, of
1: course. Right.
0: Um, but in doing so, it's like saying, hey, this is like the creme de la creme type of listing in this city, and we're right. going to promote it. Right. And so the question is, is that coming from the person or is that coming from the listing? And I want to say it's kind of like the person. Yeah. Because a lot of time that's what makes the, the ratings and stuff like that. Right. Um, and so I, I get they're doing that. But my whole thing is like.
1: i explain it. Like, are you talking about like um, you you hope it comes from the person? Yeah, it, yeah, as opposed from the listing where the listing is driven yeah. mo- like monetarily like yeah.
0: I, I'm saying that like the Airbnb plus thing it's it's gonna attract a certain group of people but I feel yeah. like those people are gonna be attracted to okay I'm going to get a hotel quality stay mm-hmm. and this person is someone I can trust to provide that hotel quality stay
1: okay okay
0: What I'm saying is... I want people to be like, yo, this guy Freddy... Mm -hmm. This spot is amazing. Right. Like, Freddy will take care of you. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the the fault is that, yes, the room is is amazing. But people are coming to experience... DC with Freddie.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And the podcast is one way of advertising it. Yes.
1: Yeah. There you go. I'll tell <laughs> I'll be honest with you, it's like now, like when I when I think of DC, I think of you, Freddie, too. You know what I mean? It's like I kinda see where you wanna go with this and you know, it's like yeah it's 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 like you want to be like you, you're like this ambassador to dc but at the same time you're like for instance somebody from japan wants to come visit dc you also want to be like the old friend that they haven't seen in a while that lives in dc exactly you know exactly yeah it's yes yes you know yes <laughs> um, they're gonna get it's, an yeah. amazing stay as well as like a great experience, and yeah. you know, it's like
0: if you you pick up a magazine, you read it, and it's yeah. like, oh, this is what I should do in this city, and that's yeah. great, and and you're appreciative to that magazine for like yeah. telling you all the stuff, and it's like I'm providing that, but it's also like yes, like uh-huh, it's still two-way and yeah you're a person i'm a person right right yeah like, yeah so how are your kids
1: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah there, there's something to be said about like face-to-face interactions as opposed to kind of going on a website and just kind of you being filtered through algorithms based on what you like or don't like you know there's a difference there and you know in today's day and age with like technology and how accessible things are and just like just the sheer amount of stuff on, on the internet. Like what it comes down to, at least for me and relating to music is that you know like everybody wants to be a DJ. There's millions of bands, like it's so easy to put up your own music. What it comes down to is like what's this person's taste? And does this person's taste jive with my taste? And then if it does, then that's, you know, that's going to be the guy for me, you know. So, yes. All right, man. Let's get you out of here, man. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jerry, thank you much. Ready? thank sitting you. sitting down with your boy. Yeah, this is great. You know, teaching, you got, teaching we... me Ableton. Like, this is straight yeah. two-way, you know. Yeah, this you is, know? is like, this is, we're chatting we're, here. We're, we're talking. We're, this is so, a podcast. Souls are this, speaking this right now. This is a podcast yeah. right here. Like, seriously.
0: Yeah. Like. Yeah. And now, now now I'm sounding corny. Now I'm sounding like one of the podcasts and I'm like, yo know, <laughs> sound like every other 15 podcast. 15, 15, 15, 15, That's what I'm that's now I sound like one of those guys. I'm sorry. Um, but honestly, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Not only you. For, for, for for sitting down with me and um, having my um, I guess it would be what, the inaugural podcast or Yeah, I guess so. Um, but also, you know I'm taking the time to really set this able to thing up. Yeah, yeah. No idea what I'm doing. Um, the next the next interview is gonna sound like hi. I'm. This <laughs> 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 is all messed up. Um, but figure it out. And I'm yeah, definitely yeah. about to blow up your phone, man. Because no, I, no. I need to figure out how this stuff works.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here for you, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to be involved. No doubt, man. All right, man. All right. I'm going to stop it. Peace. Later.